If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So super easy to operate. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it could be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Just Another 20-something with me, Marissa. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about the pandemic and how we are feeling in the pandemic. Obviously a topic that we just love to keep talking about, (laughs) but you know, this is our reality. This has been our reality for nine months, if you can uh, even believe it. But I think this is an important thing to talk about because it's important to accept that this is happening and this is going on because I think some people are starting to be like, oh, well, you know, We've been doing this for nine months. It's not really important anymore, but it is. It's super important. It's still affecting us. I mean, in America, we're totally spiking again. This is the most amount of cases we've had ever. So the pandemic is still here. And I think it's important to sit in all of our feelings about it, whether it's good or bad. So I wanted to talk about feeling hopeless but also finding growth in this pandemic. So let's start off with feeling hopeless. I think it's safe to say that the last nine months have been hard for everyone. This pandemic has affected every single person on this earth in a different way, which is insane to think about. I mean, this is truly a crazy time in history where we are all experiencing this. Like every single person in the world is experiencing this all in different ways, but we're still kind of unified in this moment. People have lost their jobs. They've lost their family and friends, either from the illness or just how they've been acting in regards to the pandemic. People have gotten closer, others far apart. This pandemic has changed the course of everyone's life, which is just, it's a lot. (laughs) I think it's safe to say, like, For us 20-somethings who are listening to this, this is the biggest thing that has ever happened in our lives. I mean, I think, you know, some of us were born when 9-11 was happening, but I mean, for my sake, I was very young, so I don't remember anything that happened from that. And of course, it affected so many things that we know now today, but I think truly for our generation this is the thing that we are going to remember forever and we're always going to be like remember that time (laughs) where we were in a pandemic and that was super fun it's just kind of crazy that this is happening right now and this is our reality um i think change can bring a multitude of emotions whether it's good or bad and this kind of change is obviously a lot different than most because this isn't a change that we were expecting to happen. I mean, how can you really expect a pandemic? (laughs) And how can you know what your feelings are going to be in regards to it? Because you had no idea this was going to happen. It could affect you in so many different ways. And I think the pandemic has left a feeling of hopelessness in the air with how at least our country has dealt with it in 
the United States of America and how things have gone in each personal life. Like I said, everyone, we're having a same experience of we're all dealing with it, but everyone's having a different experience with how the pandemic is personally affecting them. And that's a lot. (laughs) Also a feeling of hopelessness with how will we move forward throughout this when things seem to be only getting worse. At least that's how I feel. Obviously in America we are at the peak of um, cases and deaths and you know it just seems like when is this ever going to end? Because it literally just feels like it's getting worse. Every every season, we're just getting more and more and more, which is, um, it's hard to think about, obviously. I know, personally, I have felt super anxious and just stuck. Before this all happened, I feel like I had so much confidence going into my life and what I was expecting it to be. Even if I didn't have everything together, I sort of knew where I wanted to go. And now, I mean, everything has totally shifted. I'm living back at home. I'm unemployed. (laughs) And that's not something that I was expecting to, especially, I guess, last this long. If anything, I probably was sort of expecting the moving back home and being employed thing. (laughs) Because I'm a recent college graduate and you don't really get jobs immediately. But, you know, I definitely wasn't expecting this to last as long as it did. And that has definitely shot my confidence in a lot of different um, areas of my life. Just from like leaving the house, that has definitely caused me a lot more anxiety. Because I'm like, okay, now I have to wear this mask. Now I have to make sure that I'm not around other people. And I have to be really careful and sanitize. And things that, honestly, we should have been doing before this. Which is kind of, ugh, it's gross to think about. (laughs) Like all the things we used to do and now... Obviously, it's so frowned upon. Like, I get, you know, my Snapchat memories every month or whatever. And I got one of me and my friends going to concerts. And one concert, I was literally in the pit. I was surrounded by people. I mean, literally wall to wall. And it's crazy to think that, like, oh my gosh, we would do that. Because I think now, if I did something like that, I would probably have a panic attack. I mean, just thinking of being squished next to other people sounds terrible right now or this one time me and my mom talk about this all the time I had to go visit my dad and so I was at home and I drove all the way to Vancouver BC from where I was and that was a good like I have to say like four hours all the way up to Canada had to cross the border I parked at the airport parking lot I took a plane from Vancouver to Toronto And then, you know, did the whole thing backwards when I came back. And like even thinking of me doing that now, like getting on a plane and doing that and just that whole travel experience all by myself, I don't know if I could do that now, which is like, you know, that's hard to say because it's like there was a point where I was super confident. I was like, yeah, you know what? Like that's that's a lot, but I'll do it. Like, it's fine. But now the thought of doing that alone, I'm like, no, like I need a buddy. (laughs) There is no way that I want to do that now. And so a lot of things have obviously just, they're different. They're not how we used to do them. And it's hard to adjust to now living this new normal 
and thinking, are we ever going to get back to that place of where everyone felt a little more confident in their life? And who knows? I think maybe it'll be a different a different kind of confidence, not the same one that we had before. And I think with all of this feeling a little hopeless, that it's okay to just take a moment and sit in all of the bad feelings that we're feeling. Because I think, especially in society and like hustle culture and blah, 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 it is so frowned upon to not be doing anything or just taking a moment for yourself. Like you need to be going, you need to be productive at every moment of every day, and that's a lot to put on a human, especially in a pandemic. Like, what are we thinking? (laughs) So I just, I want everyone to know that, like, it is okay to not be okay. Like, it is okay to just sit and be like, you know what? I think the most productive thing I'm going to do today is just get out of bed. I think that's totally fine. There's going to be days where we're not 100% ready to take on the world, especially now. And I think we need to just be okay with the fact that that doesn't make us terrible humans. That doesn't make us unproductive or unworthy. It just means that we need a moment. And especially with times like this, there are days where I wake up and I'm like, yeah, this sucks. (laughs) This is not how I want life to be right now. But it is. And it's good to take care of yourself throughout all all of this. I think there's going to be moments where we truly just don't want to interact with anybody and we just want to exist. And I think that's okay. And I want everyone else to know that that is okay. You know, we're trying our best every day, and sometimes it's just hard to be a human. With all of that, obviously we know that sometimes if you wallow in this hopelessness feeling, there's going to be a hard time getting back to feeling good again and feeling confident and feeling ready to take on the world. So throughout all of this, obviously, please take your time, take care of yourself, And I kind of wanted to talk about some stuff that could help us grow through this pandemic. When we're ready to take on the world again, I have some tips to help us out. A very positive thing about this pandemic, if you can find one, is that um, this is a great time to just focus on yourself. You have so much time in the world now to just take a moment and be like, okay, what am I doing with my life? (laughs) Is that positive? I don't know. But I think this is important to really sit down and be like, okay, this is where my life was going before the pandemic. How am I feeling about it now? Do I want to continue on this track or do I want to do something different? Do I want to do something that makes myself happy? I wrote down some things that you can do to focus on yourself and what makes you happy. And a lot of that is just trying some different hobbies. Obviously, I think a lot of people were doing this when we had our first lockdown and we truly had nothing better to do. Everyone was baking bread. (laughs) Baking bread and doing puzzles. And you know what? Those are some great hobbies. And I think that the greatest thing about finding these other hobbies is that this could also become a new career for you if that is something that you really want to push forward. So some hobbies that I started to try out was I did a lot more baking, as we all did. 
I already loved baking before, but now I kind of started baking a lot more things that I wasn't usually baking. Um, so like, for example, I made a two-tier cake. I am still very much in the process of making it way more beautiful than it was, <laughs> but it was really fun. And that's something that I don't do all the time. I mean, when am I just making cakes? But now I have all this time to actually do that. I've also really gotten into puzzling. Puzzles, oh my gosh, they are good for the soul. <laughs> I totally understand that obviously puzzles are not for everybody, but for me, I just feel so productive and I feel smarter, even if probably I'm not smarter, but <laughs> it just makes me feel better and it I really enjoy that. Something that I didn't even really know that I enjoyed. Some other hobbies I got back into journaling. I took a huge hiatus during the peak of COVID time. But now, like, as we're still settling into it, I journal almost every day and it really just makes me feel so much better just about myself and just all my emotions and it's good to be able to get those out in the open. And yeah, so I mean, a lot of these hobbies you could pursue into bigger hobbies. I know like a ton of people who draw. I mean, my best friend, she is an amazing artist. She has now opened up her own Etsy shop with all of her new um, masterpieces, and they're amazing. If you want to check it out, it's Madeline's Bazaar on Etsy. Go buy some of her paintings. She's amazing. That could have been something that she would have never really pursued until she really had the time to like delve into her artwork and be like, hey, I'm actually good at this. Maybe I should sell some of my pieces. So you never know what these hobbies could lead to. Um, I think another thing that you could focus on is maybe your career path. I know that is obviously something I've been thinking about pretty much every day. I totally don't know what I want to do with my life. And I think that's okay as a 23-year-old that I obviously don't know everything that's going on. But I think this is a great time for me that I can just look at all the different job offers. I can research what future career paths that I want to take really delve into what I like and what I want to be doing where I think before I had all this time I would have just jumped straight into anything and not that that's a bad thing obviously there's times where you kind of just have to get a job and you have to just make it work and I totally respect everybody that does that there's nothing wrong with that but I'm definitely blessed that I have this time to be like okay I'm actually gonna really think about this and I want to choose something that I'm going to really enjoy and you know make it worthwhile for myself so and I can definitely say that I have the privilege to be doing that because my parents are super nice and they are super supportive throughout this entire experience and they're letting me make my own decisions and figure out what I want to do so thank you guys so much for that <laughs> um, another thing that you can super focus on are your relationships uh, this can either be romantic or um, just platonic. I definitely have thought through a ton of my friendships throughout this entire time and just deciding, you know, which friendships are the ones that I want to keep and ones that I want to put effort into because, I mean, I moved home. So, you know, I don't get to see everyone all the time. And in fact, we <laughs> we super don't get to see everyone all the time because we shouldn't be really 
mixing with a bunch of different households. So you really have to reflect on what are the friendships that I want to put more effort into. And obviously, I can definitely say that I'm not the best at this. There's a lot of friendships that I want to put more effort into, but sometimes I slack on that. And that is definitely on me. But that's something to think about, you know, like, what friendships do you want to keep continuing? What friendships do you see? Like, are the people that you care about? Are they taking this pandemic seriously? Like, are they doing good about it? Is this a friendship you even want to continue? And then of course, with the relationships, (laughs) I'm single at the moment. So I definitely don't have the best advice for this. But I've seen a lot of my friends have a lot of hardships with their relationships during this time. And a lot of relationships have ended because I think, you know, when you have to spend every moment with that person that you maybe only just started dating or who knows, you kind of realize maybe this isn't the relationship I should be in. Or there's a lot of strain on that relationship because maybe you guys don't live in the same area. So then you don't get to be in the same households and you know, there's, there's just a lot that goes into relationships. So that's definitely something to focus on. Um, another one is mental health. (laughs) I think it's definitely safe to say that a lot of people have been anxious with the pandemic and maybe even a little depressed. That's, that's pretty self-explanatory. This is a really hard time and Everyone handles things differently. And so I think this is a great time to get a therapist. (laughs) I mean, there are so many ways that you can now go to therapy just online, which is amazing and such a great resource. And maybe if you don't have the opportunity to have those resources, there's so many other things that you could do for your mental health and just try and focus on like what is causing you this anxiety and what is making you sad and doing something about it instead of just wallowing in it. So another thing that I think would really help with growing through this pandemic is getting out in nature and getting off of social media. This is a really great thing because one, going out in nature is one of the one things we can really do right now. (laughs) You are in a nice open area. You can easily social distance from other humans And it just feels better. I mean, all the times that I'm out in nature, I really just feel more grounded. And I'm like, okay, this is what's going on. Let's, let's take it all in. Me and my friend actually just went to the ocean recently. We took a little day trip to the coast. And that was just the best. That was the best feeling ever because we just got off our phones. We experienced everything that the coast had to offer. We brought our journals and we journaled. We were really cute that day. (laughs) And we just enjoyed each other's company and we really just focused on what mattered the most. And I think that going out in nature really can help you focus on those kinds of things instead of just like thinking of more materialistic things and what society wants us to think about, which brings up a lot of social media, like When you're on social media, all you can really think about is, oh, like, what are these people doing? And their life just seems so much better. And, you know, it's hard to get out of that cycle. But I think it's definitely important to try and not be on social media as much during this time. Because, again, I mean, we have a lot of free time right now. So, of course, the first thing you're going to do is go on TikTok and stay on TikTok for, like, three hours. And as much as I love doing that... (laughs) It's obviously not great to keep doing that and just 
watching these videos, I mean, one, it doesn't feel super productive. I know, at least for myself, that any time that I do that, I just don't feel great. I'm like, okay, I just wasted three hours. Even if it was a really fun three hours, some of those times I'm like, ooh, I really should have been doing something else. And so if you want to spend some time on TikTok, definitely do it. There's a lot of fun creators out there, and I think it can even charge your own creativity. It's a smart idea to maybe cap the amount of time that you're on social media. If maybe you want to just be on social media for an hour a day, that's great. And you'll feel so much better that you're not constantly looking at all of this content all the time, especially if it brings negative thoughts into your mind. That's obviously not something that we want to do. So I think definitely getting out in nature, connecting, and getting off social media is a great way to grow as a person. And finally, which I'm super excited to talk about, is create a survival plan. My um, friend's mom gave me this sheet, which was called the Fall and Winter Survival Plan. I'm sure you could probably look this up. I don't really know where she got this, but it's just a really great way to figure out, because I don't know about you, but I definitely experienced the seasonal depression. And so not only is just the changing in the seasons, things getting darker and colder, like that definitely affects my mood. We're also in a pandemic. So that is obviously a lot. We have the seasonal depression and we have the pandemic depression (laughs) getting up all together. And that's a lot to deal with. And so I'm so happy that she gave me this survival plan. And so I wanted to talk about one section um, the most, which I really like. And if you want to get out a pen and paper and write these down along with me, I think that would be awesome. So this little section of the survival plan is how will you tend to? And we're going to talk about how you tend to your body, your senses, your mind, your emotions, and your spiritual life slash sense of purpose. And I think this is super important just, again, whether it's during the fall and winter or during a pandemic, how will you tend to these parts of yourself so you can feel like a better person and not get sucked into those feelings of hopelessness? So for the first one, how will you tend to your body? I wrote down, I want to do more meditation, stretching, walks, dance parties, jump rope, appropriate sleep schedule because my sleep schedule is definitely all over the place, a better skincare routine, and to take showers when I'm really feeling gross. And so I think you could really put whatever you want for your body. Um, But I think it's definitely important during this time to try and get at least some exercise or just move your body in any way because obviously if we're just sitting all day that's not really going to make, I mean, it's not going to help your body out very much and it's definitely going to affect your mind because I definitely feel worse about myself if I don't do anything all day. And the great thing about exercising is it releases those, what does it release? Serotonin? Endorphins? I don't know. (laughs) It releases the good stuff. And so I think it's really important to try and make that a big priority when you're feeling really low. And so, and I didn't do anything crazy. I mean, I'm not the biggest exerciser, but like I love going on walks 
and going on walks right now during the fall season, oh, chef's kiss. <laughs> it's seriously amazing. I mean, with all the trees changing and that cold, crisp weather, it's great. And obviously this will get harder as, I mean, at least in my state, it gets very rainy and very cold and you don't really want to walk outside. But if you could just do even small walks, it doesn't have to be anything crazy, just something that moves your body would be great. That's why I also put down dance parties. I can easily have a dance party right in my room. And in fact, I think I'm going to do that today. <laughs> it just, that it always makes me feel so much better because just dancing around to your favorite songs, how, how could you not feel better after doing that? And then I also put jump rope because I wanted to get into jump roping. I bought a jump rope. <laughs> have I used it yet? No, but lucky for me, the jump rope was only like $10. <laughs> I didn't waste that much money, but I really need to get into that. I I will. Maybe I'll do it today. <laughs> Who knows? Um, and then, yeah, for me, definitely a sleep schedule is so important. Obviously, personally, there's nowhere that I have to go every single day. I'm not going to work or I'm not doing work at home or whatever, you know. I'm kind of just live in life at the moment. And so that's definitely hard to try and get a sleep schedule because for me, at least every time I wake up in the morning, I'm like, oh, I can snooze. I literally have nothing to do today. And that's not a great mindset. You know, I need to start being like, no, it's time to get up. It's time to get ready for the day, do something productive. So definitely something I want to work on. And then of course, skincare, showers, I have really curly hair and I don't have to wash my hair very often, which is kind of a blessing for me. But then a lot of the times if I'm just hanging out in the house, I'm not really taking that many showers. I know that's disgusting, but it's true. You know, I'm not doing anything. I'm not sweating. So I'm like, well, you know, she's fine. <laughs> but I think something that at least I always forget about is how good you feel after taking a shower. That really helps you feel just even more productive, obviously clean and refreshed and ready to do something for the day when you just take a nice warm shower. And it's not like I have to wash my hair every time, and I definitely will not, <laughs> but just taking a nice body shower, getting everything clean and smelling good is needed for mental health and for your body. And that kind of goes along with skincare. I don't wear makeup at all every day because what is the point? And so I kind of forget that even though I'm not wearing makeup, I should still be washing my face. And so these are all things that maybe you guys do too, or maybe I'm just disgusting. <laughs> that is up for a debate. Who knows? So moving on, we're going to talk about the best ways to calm your body through your five senses. This one was really fun to write out. And so I definitely want you guys to write it out as well. Um, so first one, we have taste. I wrote down eating yummy foods <laughs> as if that wasn't self-explanatory. And I put savory and sweet. So this kind of goes with the hobbies that I'm doing. You know, I'm baking more. I definitely want to get more into cooking. And so not only am I focusing on myself, things that I like to do with my hobbies, I'm also calming my body through these five senses. And I'm eating great foods. And this is a great time. I mean, one, you know, we shouldn't be going to restaurants as much as we used to. 
which is sad. I love going to restaurants and it's okay if you still like take takeout. That's awesome. And if you have the ability to do that, definitely do that. Support local businesses. Um, and that can easily help with the taste if you want to just get some food that someone already made. But a great thing about um, having, you know, the restrictions on restaurants is now we can make foods for ourselves and we can make it super freaking tasty <laughs> and help our senses with having delicious foods. I'm trying to think of what else you could even have for taste other than foods, maybe drinks. <laughs> it's not really that much different, but you know, you get the idea. So next is touch. And so I put my favorite things to touch. Obviously, everyone else's is different, but I have soft blankets, sand, plants slash dirt, hugs, and snuggly pets. So I have my, my soft things. I mean, who doesn't like to touch just a nice, fluffy, soft blanket? Oh, amazing, especially during this season. Then I have sand because personally, I just love the beach. Like I said, went to the coast just to have a nice relaxation day. And so the sand is one of my favorite touches. One of my favorite touches? Is that what it is? <laughs> um, then I have plants and dirt. It, I think it's so good to just get into nature. I mean, you just feel, I don't know, you just feel different when you do. And so for me, I have a bunch of plants in my room actually at the moment, and it's so great to be able to water them and just repot them, make sure that their dirt levels are good. And so you get your hands all dirty and you can touch your plants, talk to them. That's another great hobby. I mean, I guess it's not a super big hobby, but like, you know, having plants in your room, it really kind of changes your mind on things because you're like, wow, I have this living thing that I must take care of and it purifies the air and I just, I just feel better. So plants. And then of course, hugs. Obviously this is a lot harder to get nowadays, but if you just want to hug anyone in your household, freaking do it. That is definitely a great feeling. Just hugging. <laughs> definitely a good love language. <laughs> And finally, snuggly pets. At the moment, I do not have any pets, so I'm kind of just snuggling my stuffed animals. But you know what? It's okay. If you have a snuggly pet, frickin' pet them, snuggle them, touch them. It's great. Next, we have smell. So for my smells, I wrote candles, fresh baked goods, and fresh air. So another cute hobby that I've been doing is making candles, which is so freaking fun. <laughs> Me and my friend have been doing it kind of, well, she's been doing it way more than I have throughout this whole quarantine, but now I kind of got the stuff for myself so I can make it on my own. Super cute. But that has been such a fun experience, and the smell of candles, I mean, how can you go wrong? You can pick whatever smell you want. I personally like a lot of those sweet smells, not like super, super sweet, but like a good vanilla is always just mm, so good. But also I do love those smells where it just smells like a hot guy. <laughs> those smell really good. Or pine trees. Ugh, you can't go wrong. There's so many different flavors of candle. Flavors? Scents. Scents of candle? You know what I'm trying to say. There's so many different smells and that's just a really fun thing. Fresh baked goods, of course. How many more times can I say I like baking? Fresh baked goods is one of the best smells and one of the best tastes. So 
definitely getting both senses in with that one. And then again, fresh air, just getting out and smelling all of what the world has to offer. Sometimes, you know, that's gross depending on where you are. But if you have the opportunity to be in a very nice, clean, fresh air area, it just changes your life. Okay, next we have hearing. So I, of course, wrote music, podcasts, nature, and conversations. So music. I am obsessed with music. I mean, I've been obsessed with music since I was a young child. That is obviously definitely one of my favorite things in this entire world that we have. And so listening to good music, you can find new music all the time with all this time we have. And that's just one of my favorite things. Listening to music, playing music, singing music, anything. I think everyone at least has some songs that they love to listen to. So music, great one. Podcasts, shocker of the day that I would say this. I obviously have been obsessed with podcasts recently, especially when you're just like doing chores around the house or when you're driving. It's such a great thing to just throw on and it just feels like you're talking with a friend or you're listening in on some friends talking. Either one. I love it. I love podcasts. Shocker, I'm making a podcast. (laughs) Who would have known that I'm into this? So that's a great one. And again, nature. How many times can I say that I love being outdoors? (laughs) But it's true. The sounds of nature are amazing. Like literally when we went to the coast, we didn't even play any music or play any podcasts. I literally just sat down and listened to the waves. And that, ugh, I should have wrote waves. Okay, I'm writing down waves right now. That is a great sound. Ugh, can you tell I like the beach? (laughs) And then finally, conversations. And you can still do this whether you're in person or on FaceTime or on the phone. There's plenty of ways where you could still talk to people and get those great conversations. And I think it's really needed at this time to talk about things with your family and your friends and whatever. And finally, to wrap this up, we have sight. (laughs) Man, I really just like five things. (laughs) Because look at what my sight is. Ocean, forest, People, sunsets, sweet shows, books, and houses. So, I'm not going to go this much in depth because, yeah, I like the beach. Yeah, I like the forest. I'm into nature. We get it. Um, People, again, I love seeing my friends and family, whether it's on FaceTime or in person, if I'm able to see them in person. A great thing. Um, Watching shows. Of course, that's a great thing to see with your eyes. <laughs> um, books. I've been able to read so many books with all of this time. And oh, I just got back into my love. And that's a great thing for my eyes to be looking at. And then personally, I just love looking at different houses. I will just go on a drive and I'll go into a neighborhood and I'll look at all the different houses and imagine my life in those little houses. And it's so fun. I don't know. That's just me. Okay, so moving on, we're going to talk about how to tend to your mind. So I wrote down books, puzzles, board games, computer games, learning something new, taking a class. So again, books are great for helping your mind out. I mean, you're constantly learning things from whatever books you read, whether it's like fantasy or obviously educational, nonfiction. I mean, so many things that you can learn. Again, puzzles. I always feel smarter when I do puzzles. So, of course, I'm going to throw that in there. Um, and then I wrote down computer games because I, I'm kind of a nerd when it comes 
to computer games, specifically Nancy Drew games. If you have ever played a Nancy Drew game, oh my gosh, we are soul sisters. <laughs> we are the same person. That is my favorite thing in all of the world. And I have one on my computer, and so I'm very tempted to boot it up again, even though I played it. Well, I guess it's already been a year since I played it, so I guess I can totally play it again. And um, learning something new. Over the quarantine, I took a class throughout my school that, um, even though I already graduated, I took a class and I learned so many more new things about business. Even, you know, who knows what I'm going to do with my career, but a lot of things about business are really good to know. I mean, they had a little finance section. Oh my God, first of all, I hate finance, but it's so important. <laughs> really something that needs to be talked about more. So learning something new, always great. Next, how will you tend to your emotions? Definitely something that needs to be happening. I wrote down journaling, meditation, talking to my friends and family, and podcasting. So journaling, podcasting, obviously pretty much the same thing in my eyes anyway. <laughs> um, I write down all my feelings in the journal and then, hey, look at this. I'm saying all my feelings into a mic <laughs> and it's really fun. I That really helps my emotions and getting it all out and feeling more sane as a human being. And then if I still don't feel super sane, I talk to my friends and family about it. And I think that's super important. If you have someone that you can lean on, whether it's friends or family or a therapist or whatever, definitely utilize that. It's so important to get your emotions out into the open and to another human being so they could be like, yeah, that is fair. <laughs> that is a good emotion that you are feeling. So I love doing that. And then finally, to wrap this up, we have how will you tend to your spiritual life slash sense of purpose? So their different examples are activism, contemplative practice, prayer, meditation, daily gratitude. And so the two that I really want to focus on for me is prayer and daily gratitude. I, I won't get too much into religion because honestly, I don't really know where my religious stance is, but I do definitely see some benefits in prayer. It's kind of just like Again, like journaling or, you know, talking to your friends and family. It's just like you're talking to the universe or a god or whatever you believe in. And I think it's just nice. I always, I don't know, obviously, what the hell is going to happen when we die or what happens. But I do just find a sense of comfort that something or someone or whatever is just looking out for us above and we can talk to them. And that just brings me comfort. So I want to get more into prayer and just talking about that to the universe or whatever. And daily gratitude. I think gratitude is super important. I think there's definitely something that we could be thankful for every day, even if it's super small. Like today, I am grateful that we have a rainy day today and you know, the whole rest of the week is supposed to be rainy, but I'm grateful for today's rainy day because I am going to read a book today and I'm going to snuggle up and I'm going to be smart <laughs> and I'm going to read a book and I'm grateful that I have the opportunity to do that. So that kind of wraps up this episode of the podcast. A little shorter than my last two, but I think it was an important one and definitely some takeaways. I think it's Definitely super normal to be 
feeling hopeless during this time. And I just don't want anyone to feel alone during this, that it's okay to feel a little hopeless and that things are kind of all over the place. And that just kind of shows you how unpredictable life is. And we have to take that and just accept it. Like, you know what? Life is going to throw so many things at us. And if we can make it through a pandemic, I mean, we're doing pretty good, you know? And I really wanted to focus on how to grow through the pandemic because I think that was the most important thing is how can we conquer this? How can we do better as humans? And yeah, so I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I will see you all next week for a brand new episode. Talk to you later. Bye.